Thank you, Linda. A great pleasure being with you. Yep, and, and thank you for that introduction. I, uh, it's been a, a great passion of mine over years to uh, work with people that are seeking to be the best version of themselves. And uh, the root or viewing yourself in a global framework, I believe, is absolutely critical start to that, albeit extremely challenging. The ability to secure the facts on which you should be basing your decisions of where and how you spend your energy or in your time is extremely difficult. We come with all the societal baggages of our own past, of where where the world is in any given moment in time, perhaps never more pertinent than now in the yeah. middle of a pandemic. The rules of engagement are changing constantly. So remaining current with those rules and optimizing within that, that is very difficult indeed. So what do you guys actually do when people consider globalizing themselves or moving abroad or maybe just moving assets abroad? What are the factors that you take into account and how do you tailor that to each individual? Well, that's really been the uh, challenge of the business within Sable that I've been developing for the last uh, nine months or so. The first and most important component of that is talking to somebody that has a significant quantum of experience and understanding of the environment within which you're operating. And, and I can think of no better business than Sable in that regard, simply because they've been in the business of engaging with families for the last 25 years. And I think uh, I stand to be corrected, but at last count, they had moved over 7,000 families to various jurisdictions around the world, from Australia, North America, Europe, the UK, etc. And uh, it's first talking to somebody that actually has done that work before and has experience in that regard. Mm -hmm. The second component of that, and really the world that I came from, is recognizing that every family is very unique to itself, depending on the quantum of children, the vocations or how the breadwinners actually earn their income. And it's really marrying two sets of variables, the unique circumstances of a family to the actually current global environment within which that family is trying to operate Mm -hmm. and uh, in a wise and logical manner. And I think that's really been our focus and we're very excited to really start engaging with the families in South Africa on that note. So can you take us through the steps? Say somebody comes to you and say, I'm going to stay here, but I want to send my kids overseas. Or what are the steps you go through to decide what would work for a specific family or individual? Okay. I think it starts with the mission of our business. And the mission of our business is to assist you to chart your route to global citizenship. So global citizenship can take many forms. You can physically relocate. You can relocate your wealth. 
you can mitigate your risks of being stuck in a particular jurisdiction. So it's really understanding that first. Once that's established, and there's some general principles that we apply, as I mentioned, Sable's engaged with many thousands of people over 25 years in really understanding what those principles are. Mm-hmm. The next step we do is a very detailed questionnaire of unpacking the client that we're engaging with personal circumstances from their ancestry, because often ancestry can play a role mm-hmm. in terms of a location of where they're looking at, their net wealth position, because as you know, we can't change a simple fact. Wealth does create flexibility. A wealthy family have will certain options. And then an additional link is what we call vocations. So if I'm a, you know, a world's finest brain surgeon, then there are many jurisdictions around the world that will seek me to go and practice my skill set in their country. So it's ancestry, wealth, and vocation. We get all uh, that detail from a particular family. On that, we then run against 71 programs oh. that Sable has been executing on over 25 years. And we determine what the options are that are available to that particular family, given those three variables. Okay? So I think the first question to answer is, where in the world can I actually go? Very often, you know, where I want to go and where I can go are not the same thing. Yeah, so people might say, Australia, similar weather, but that might not be the best destination for you. Absolutely. The cost of a lifestyle in Manhattan, New York, is quite different to that even in Cape Town, South Africa. So it's understanding also what my current lifestyle looks like, what my family's current lifestyle looks like, and if I'm going to cost that in another jurisdiction, what are the sacrifices I'm going to have to make to actually be in that jurisdiction? You know, that's, we spent a lot of time and effort on securing relevant data to be able to price lifestyles around the world. So one is establishing what jurisdictions can I enter. And then the second very important thing is what kind of life would I lead in that jurisdiction? I think uh, we probably both know many people that have moved from uh, our lovely South Africa to other jurisdictions only to, you know, return a few years later with a significant dent in the bank account because this is a costly exercise when you are looking to relocate. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the components at Explore and that we at Sable are trying to get right. I think a further situation, and this really is post years of discussion with individuals Mm -hmm. in South Africa, is another big reason we discovered for why people leave South Africa is for their children. You know, I love South Africa. I enjoy the lifestyle. But, you know, we are concerned at times, particularly in in a volatile economic environment and social environment like South Africa, about how our children's future will look. And with the recent acquisition of the Sable study abroad, what we are now able to do is actually price the cost to a family of moving from South Africa to another jurisdiction 
versus, for example, educating your children in that jurisdiction and in that way securing first a study visa and then a work visa and then ultimately citizenship in various jurisdictions around the world. You know, the debate in South Africa is usually raged in this, you know, either or. And we just feel that is too simple a way to look at it. There are various ways to solve a problem. And if you understand the problem properly and you take the time, and that lies, in a, as I said, in a detailed engagement at a client level, is you then can start using your experience and your skills, which Sable has developed over 25 years, to actually execute for that family. It's like the British sky, very shades of grey. <laughs> <laughs> from from not, your lips you can, to my ears, Linda. <laughs> you can choose which colour of grey your day is going to be. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just recently had a friend who asked me, he wants to send his daughter overseas. One of the questions for studying that I come across is people would say, do they need to do the degree there? Or maybe is it a better idea to study at UCT or wherever and then move for their postgrad? So you cover all those areas to tell them, well, this is the best option for you. Well, you know, even engaging with the management team at uh, Sable Study Abroad, I myself learned so much on how many options even exist there. Mm-hmm. The opportunity for many South African families actually is to allow their children to commence an undergrad degree in South Africa and conclude their final year or their honours year at an international institution and receive an international qualification that way, provided there was planning before taking the step of enrolling for a BCom at Stellenbosch University, for argument's sake. Understand which global universities have what they call map that degree and would recognize the first two years or maybe require an additional year of study. And in that way, optimize your global skill set by receiving your final qualification in a global university, a much cheaper way often in achieving global citizenship than uprooting a family and moving to the other side of the water, believing that the grass is just greener on the other side. There are many solutions to the problem. Well, can we end off with your Socrates quote that you gave me earlier? (laughs) (laughs) Well, in reviewing uh, the word of globalization, I came across a quote by Socrates that we put front and center at Explore, where Socrates, certainly a man I admire for his wisdom, stated that he considered himself not a citizen of Athens, but a citizen of the world. We believe that that is an excellent way to pursue personal excellence and, uh, you know, is to see yourself as part of the globe, not just of an isolated geographical region, if I can say it that way. But we know what happened to Socrates. We know what happened to Socrates. He was not the only uh, wise man to lose his life in airing his opinion. Perhaps we'll do it with a little bit more panache as opposed to be too brazen. <laughs> yeah, and the idea is to broaden horizons and broaden the minds where he was silenced because he was what poisoning the minds, it was said. Well, I think it always goes to offering an opinion before you ask. So inside of Explore, 
we believe excellent people have the opportunity to engage with a team that's knowledgeable and has done the homework prior to offering an opinion. Well, thank you, Tom Barlow from Sable International, helping people to make these hard decisions and often costly decisions. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for your time, Linda. Appreciate it.